Ladies and gentlemen, moms and dads and kids of all ages, it's the Ken and Drew Show. My name is Ken. Hey, I'm Drew. We are joining you on, what the hell is today, March the 7th, 2014. We got a guest with us back for the second time, Troy. Say hey, Troy. Hey, Troy. Troy's joining us. He is our resident jack-of-all-trades expert. What do we want to talk about tonight, Drew? Uh, well, I believe tonight we're going to hit on Debo. And no, that is not the character from the movie Friday. <laughs> Debo Adigbile, if I pronounced that right. If I didn't, scream at me. Get your bullhorn, shout out the window, something. He was nominated for a the highest post in the... Um, Civil rights, it was under the Justice Department. He has civil rights post, the highest post there. And he was voted down by the Senate. Right. Because years ago, when he was working for, was he working for the NAACP? No, the ACLU at the time. ACLU, I believe. He worked on a case. He didn't start on this case. He didn't, he just worked as a civil rights lawyer on the case of Mumi Abu Jamal, who was the the famous cop killer in Philadelphia. He right. he killed a police officer in 1981. As far as what he did on the case, he filed a brief, and he wasn't even one of the main lawyers. But this concerns me. I, I, I hate that anytime you have something of somebody's past like that, where they worked on a case to come back, it's it's going to scare guys off. What do you think about that? And I think if you uh, take anyone who's in the industry of law... Um, you use jobs as a stepping stone. And, yes. and, and I believe that, um, and I think he, he understands that the ACLU tag is going to be a, dare I say, controversial tag to have well, yeah. on your resume and everything. It shouldn't be, but yeah. No, it shouldn't be. Um, but I, I'm with you that it is a shame that just because he, was involved with this organization and involved with this trial. And as you said, was not involved. In this man did not, he did he not. He was doing his job. He did not defend. He was not his lawyer. He was not, you know. But it brings up an argument that you and I were talking about, um, defense lawyers. That it's it's a thankless job. It really is. Yes. and <laughs> But it pays well. <laughs> oh, it pays very well. <laughs> and, and defense lawyers, they're... They're the scum of the earth until you need one. Right. And then they are the greatest guys on earth. They're your best friend, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Well, it it worries me in a long-term thing. We were discussing this. It's To me, it's going to hurt. It's going to have an umbrella effect Mm -hmm. in that you're going to get people that are looking forward, hey, I'm becoming a lawyer, but I'm using this as a stepping stone. This is something, you know, I want to get into a political office someday. You're going to hurt the talent pool that goes <laughs> that goes into defense lawyers, yeah, because they're going to be afraid to do it. And you're not going to find a defense lawyer that doesn't have something in his past that you're going to find reprehensible. Well, first of all, he's a lawyer. So. Yes, but I mean, the the thing to look at is, and you can kind of equate it to when you're talking about politics in general. the The gene pool for politics now is so thin because nobody everybody's under the microscope anything you do can be shot on a like a camera phone or youtube or anything like that absolutely you know there are great candidates out there for not only for politically but also for a like a job or like you know this guy getting appointed for the the thing um it scares a lot of people off now granted it may like like you said his his um 
his uh, contribution to it was not that yes. much, but it's going to, you know, 20 years later or however long yes. it's, it's affected. It's, it's the stigma that, well, that a lot of people are going to, uh, unfortunately stick with this guy, you know? And again, I, I may be speaking for myself here. I'm not, I'm not speaking out for Mumaya, um, Abu Jamal, Abu Jamal. Um, but at the same time, like we were saying, this guy was just doing his job. He's trying to advance his career. And isn't that kind of the point of what? Well, it's not like, not like yeah. you have a crystal ball. I mean, you know, the, like you said, no, the guy no. had a, the guy had a job. They gave him something to do. And granted, you know, cop killer is not the best, you know, first out of the gate thing you want to defend. Try a cop to defend. Killer. Yeah, right. yeah. But I mean, then again, I mean, alleged cop well, killer, alleged, you know, no, he was convicted. He's okay. Well, then <laughs> well, a cop killer. So that yeah, makes him was, a perpetrator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, something like that. I mean, it, it can affect your life, but also it scares away people that may have the potential to, you know, run for like a higher office, like politically or, you know, for whatever organization. And it kind of sucks because, you know, there are great people out there, but right. why, would, why would you want to do it? Why would you want to be under that microscope? Well, you made a great point about yeah. politicians because to me, I think we're holding these people to standards that we don't hold ourselves to. True. We're, we're expecting them to be these saints and... Oh, you can't have done this. You can't oh, have bullshit. done that. I but mean, it's bullshit. It is. <clears throat> Everybody's freaky. Everybody's got their shit. Everybody they has their do. thing. Exactly. A so, lot of what a lot of people don't look at is the bigger picture. They don't look, you know, several steps ahead. You know, yes, we're all human. We have flaws. But you know, can they govern? Can they lead? Can they? Yes, you know, handle the bigger problems and get past the fact that you know he put a M eighty in the toilet in high school. And yes, some, exactly. Some crazy. I mean, well, imagine if we'd have had. You know the social microscope. Well, fifty years ago, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, well, these guys would have got elected. Kennedy well, never would have been. Well, that's well, oh, Bill Clinton, absolutely, I mean, you know, absolutely, like Bill Clinton, he didn't exhale. You know, whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, think of and we think about uh, the future um, generation, as we say. You know, think about all the people who have embarrassing, quote unquote, things on their social media things. Yes, that are going to come <laughs> out. You know. <laughs> Oh, remember that. And, and, and the funny, and the funny thing that I said to somebody, I was actually discussing this with somebody the other day. I said, "Wow, how is this up and coming generation going to be able to say run for office? Because all of the, you know, they may have an embarrassing thing on social media, or they may have, a, you know, a comment they made. But then again, doesn't that level the playing field? Because doesn't it, all of them? <laughs> don't they all kind of have something that's well, that, kinda, that's you know? a, that's a good point to make? Is that the other thing you have to look at when you're, especially when we're talking about politics, but you can't be that thin-skinned and be in politics. Oh, of course not. But course also, not. you know, a lot of times, I mean, the Republican Party was good at this about 10 or 15 years ago mm-hmm. and projecting somebody that could say, okay, they can attain this level. Is it the local or state level or can they go up to the national level? Mm-hmm. The Democrats, shit, they, all they would do is like look around and say, okay, who wants to run? Yeah. They would not. They would not have a like a political life plan for these people. Right. Now, a bench. Right, and, then, and now it's actually it's flipped over. It has to where flipped. The Democrats are like they've actually smartened up, and you know the the Republicans are like, well, shit, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, they, they've they've ever ever since uh, you know George Junior was there, you know he scared the hell out of everybody. Yeah, but now the you know certain groups are saying, but also to get back to the point is that not to be so thin skinned. Like you know what, yeah, you know if it's a woman, yeah, I showed my boobs at Mardi Gras. Yeah, exactly. guy, yeah, I smoked weed and they caught it and I fell off the keg on a keg stand or something like right, that. Right, right. Get past that and look at the bigger issue and see the bigger plan. I agree. I agree. Moving on. Well, yeah, and it, it worries me about, like I said, the talent pool of defense lawyers because then it's going to become a skewed game to where everybody goes into the prosecuting business. 
because you know, you're not going to have as many black marks there because, oh, you put this guy away, you put that guy away. And even if you didn't put somebody away, you were trying to put that guy away. Right, right. It's not going to be like, oh, you got this guy off. You mm-hmm. got, because that happened with, was it Dukakis, the whole Willie Horton? Oh, thing. the Willie Horton incident. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've actually seen it locally. I mean, not to name names, but in our county, mm-hmm. you know, there's a, you know, there's certain people that their lawyers or, or excuse me, um, DAs. Mm-hmm. They're thinking along the same lines. They actually used to be defense lawyers. They came over to the other side because they know they have a political path that they want to follow. And unless they're, like you said, putting people yes. away or kind of being a hardline kind of guy, they're they're seen as soft or liberal. Or yeah, yeah. And I don't think it's just in our county. I think that's in counties. I mean, I mean, I've, all just, over. I've just seen this here. Oh, I know what you're saying, but I, I think that's true for. Oh yeah, all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which to me brings you know, it's like it's kind of the the pussification. You know, there's. I mean, to use a George Carlin well, I mean, line, yes. right? But I mean, yeah. everybody, everybody's too much of a pussy to admit. You know, like, like, okay, I screwed up, but I'm, I, I, I see a bigger deal that I can do. Mm-hmm. And toughen up. Yeah. Because uh, me and Drew were talking about it the other night. John Adams would have never been president. Absolutely, and 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 a lot of the people you hear from, um, and I'm going to because he defended essentially. Would have, what would have been considered terrorist now? He does, the British soldiers. Yeah, and we got in a little bit of trouble about me saying. Certain yeah. people were terrorists a couple of <laughs> episodes ago, but I mean, he essentially defended uh, British soldiers who opened and fire and killed um, protesters. Yeah. Yes, I mean American protesters. You know, but he defended them because that was his job to do. Because it was his to job. his best ability, and he absolutely defended that. That's what this country needs to be and, about. And, and that's what we you are have to have that because there are other countries that you know. This all goes back to the Magna Carta, and it. They're kind of roughly based on that same principle, even Britain. But the thing that sets us apart is our justice and defense system. Well, you were bringing that. That was interesting. And I wanted to hear some more what you said about that, about our differences between our, do we call them our sister nation or mother nation, Britain, and how different we are. Our mother-in-law nation. Our mother-in-law nation from Britain. (laughs) Our ex-wife nation. Our ex-wife. Yeah, I think ex-wife. Our ex-mother-in-law nation. Yeah. I know, I know all about that. You had a great point about that, about how we are so different from, well, it's not totally different, but they don't, their defense doesn't have the protections that we do. Mm -hmm. And this country is supposed to be set up to where you would rather let 10 guilty men go free than prosecute one innocent man. That's how it's supposed to be set up, but it's kind of flipped because we've turned into such a police state and, Everybody's, you know, the you go back into the eighties, especially everybody's anti crime. You know, every politician has to come out and say they're pro police and anti well, everybody's anti crime. Of course. Of course you are, but they have to prove it. They have to prove their credentials. You have to you're hard on crime, you're tough on crime. You know what I mean? The big thing in the legal profession right now is all about loopholes. You know, there's a there's like a law for everything. Cause either somebody screwed something up or somebody figured out a way to wiggle around. To either get somebody off or actually prosecute somebody. So, but, I mean, that's, I mean, the legal system to me is all about loopholes or either who you know but, or how much money you have. But isn't that why they jump on defense lawyers so much? And that's. Well, hell, if you've got a defense the, lawyer that's it, actually smarter than the judge prosecuting the case or the prosecutors, I mean, shit, that's why he charges $500 an hour. That's the guy you want. <laughs> that's the guy I want running my company. What, that's the guy I want, like, in charge of my shit because he can do it. That, that's the old thing is um, and it's legal. we are all living, you know, we're all living a board game, but lawyers are the ones who actually flipped over the board and read the rules, right? <laughs> right. Isn't that what? Yeah. That's, that's the saying. That's... And, and how to find a loophole in the rules. There you go. And we were, we were talking about 
lawyers and justices and the importance of you know, the, the big picture, the umbrella, as I was saying. I think it's very important. Yeah, like you said, we have to have defense lawyers. And we, well, we have, have to. Have to. That. If you don't, like I said, you, you hate them. They're scumbags. Well, hey, some of us need defense lawyers more than others. But I- Yes. <laughs> That's a different episode. Right. Yeah. We'll really? talk about that later. <laughs> we were discussing uh, Supreme Court justices. Oh, yeah. And the importance of that. And this is why I, I get on people about don't just vote in the big elections, although those are very important vote in the small ones, but definitely I mean, the presidential elections. And that's why they're so important because everybody's like, Oh, this president has done this. They've done that. They've ruined the economy. They fixed the economy. Really? They don't, they don't have that much to do with it. The economy is kind of its own beast, especially now that it's a global economy. It's, it's kind of its own beast, but I don't even think we have figured out how no. this economy is, really, especially in this global world that we live in. Right? Really, you know, that this, that term, know. the economy, it hasn't always existed. People didn't always talk like that. No, it really didn't come around till the twenties or thirties, where people talked about a national economy. Right. What really matters, though, in elections is appointees, mm-hmm. judges, and justices, Supreme Court appointees. That affects laws more than any of this other stuff mm-hmm. because whatever laws you pass and whatever laws you do, they're going to run through the Supreme Court. And that is what is uh, very important because, I mean, uh, President Obama has uh, made two uh, appointees to the Supreme Court. Yes, and, and really they haven't mattered and neither did Bush's to a certain extent because well, – well, no, I'm not going to say they didn't well, – here, and here's why. I'm not going to say they didn't matter, but – his guys left and got reappointed by his guys. When they matter, when the timing matters is when, you know, let's say Scalia was to retire or Roberts or somebody like that. Who's I like president? That, I like that you call him Scalia instead of Scalia. <laughs> my bad. My bad. <laughs> no, no, actually it sounds better because he is very reptile in yes. my opinion. Wow. So it sounds better to call him Scalia. But he, uh, if those guys retire and a Republican's in office, they're just going to be replaced by more conservatives. But when somebody from the other team, quote unquote, retires, that's when you want your guy in there. And that's when the biggest fights are going to happen. That's why, you know, there was a lot of huffing and puffing, but they really didn't fight over Sotomayor. Well, see, a well, lot of it, you have to think, well, let me think about it. Um, for a president to be able to appoint or even suggest appointing a Supreme Court justice, that's a huge deal. Cause I mean, that's, I mean, you're thinking you don't retire. You can basically die. Yes. In office. You can be 90, you know, however long you live. By the way, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think there should be term limits on the Supreme court? It's kind of a tough call, dude. I mean, if you got like somebody like Oliver Wendell Holmes or somebody that actually, you know, a great is, justice, but also you have Thurgood like, Marshall, like, uh, like Thurgood, yeah. what's the guys, uh, Warren, uh, dang, uh, the guy from like the, uh, the one that, uh, Kennedy appointed and toward the end, I mean, the guy was like slobbered into the phone, Warren, Could, the Warren commission. Couldn't hear Earl Warren. Earl Warren. Earl Warren. There you go. Couldn't hear anything. He was like slobbering into the phone. I mean, he basically was a hot mess just sitting there. And he was the chief justice. But also, I mean, like, you have to, I don't know. The, I don't, That's a tough call right there. Well, I mean, you've also had some people, well, the guy that retired uh, a few years ago, that he wasn't, he wasn't that old, but he was having health issues. But, I mean, something like that, I mean, when you're also looking, once again, think of the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And to have somebody as a Supreme Court justice with that much power, especially if they make chief justice. I mean, that is setting policy for the nation. Yes, it is. And, you know, that affects every, not only us here, but, I mean, worldwide. I mean, we can control. And I believe that's the point that I, we were trying to discuss is, you know, it's not just voting for a president because 
that said president, whoever's going to end up winning, is going to appoint those justices. And that's why it's so important, because if you care about women's reproductive rights, which to me is a big one, uh, that's one that can be Voting rights. Voting rights, which they, you know... uh, Campaign Making corporations people. If you care about that stuff, you need to pay attention and vote for someone in the presidential election that might appoint someone who... It's not only the person that's like in the Oval Office, but also the people that he has around him and the support that he can garner. It's most of the most of the things that happen don't happen on television when he's standing at the podium. It's happening in a back room somewhere. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, you know, say what you want about Obama. The guy's a closer. When he's in the back room, he knows uh, like Rahm Emanuel. That guy's a beast. Mm. You know, look and, look for him later on in, in in a bigger election. And actually, he's probably smart enough not to be president, but he would actually be the guy like. Pulling the strings, or one of the power brokers in the back. I thank see what you you're for, saying. and thank you for bringing him up because I am a big Rom Emanuel supporter. And yeah, dude. if anybody else out there, sorry, <laughs> wants to call me out for that, go ahead and call me out. But well, I, you've already called people terrorists. So. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Drew, basi- Drew basically called every Southerner a terrorist. No, I did uh, not. Whatever, gun racks and open beer cans, I man. That's fine. Call, it's fine. I I would like I'm to. Kidding. Point, I don't know I'm what a, the hell you said, but I mean, I'm sure it was funny. I mean, come on. Drew shit in his pants. He's like, please, no, don't tell everybody. I called every Once southerner again, a don't, terrorist. Don't be so damn thin skinned. No. I mean, I mean, there go, there go my tickets to Talladega. I'm- damn it. <laughs> Ricky Bobby's gonna lose your number, dude. <laughs> they they might take more offense to that. Oh well, come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I love couldn't. you all. I didn't mean it. Well, don't kiss their ass. I mean, come on, pal. I mean, we're here for a reason. I mean, that's why we're having a discussion. So I mean, you know, if something happens, I mean. I, j- I just wanted I just wanted free tickets to Talladega. That's all. <laughs> the race fan that you are, just so I can sell them. But um, <laughs> Drew really, was seriously you got tickets, really, Bristol. <laughs> Drew was wanting to talk about the uh, the hearing the other day. Um, Daryl Issa held another hearing over the IRS scandal. Um, tell us what happened there, Drew. Well, it was fascinating, and it's funny we were talking about uh, since we're comparing. Um, legal uh procedures between us and our ex-wife now i guess britain um <laughs> it was uh that was, yeah that's my new phrase now britain's our ex-wife but uh yeah i'm sure a lot of you saw that um uh daryl isa and elijah cummings had kind of a uh a throwdown between themselves at the uh, irs hearings um and the reason I brought up the Britain thing is, wow, this is the way Parliament is, you know. And, you know, you at least get a chance to just scream at each other. Well, apparently, I didn't, I didn't know you were able to cut off another representative's yes. microphone. Well, if you're the chairman, you hold the meeting, you, you, can you say, say what happens. Yeah. And so we had the lady, and oh my gosh, I had her name in front of me, and I don't have it right now. But she was, she was pleading the fifth. From the IRS the entire time, which, you know what, if you want to plead the fifth, and especially if you're from the IRS, I'm sure you want to. <laughs> um, but uh, Representative Cummings, who I have much respect for, um, had some questions and comments to say. And Representative Issa decided he was going to call the meeting to an end. He, he was going to shut it down, but Cummings said, hey, wait a minute, I just got some procedural questions which, I, I wanted to ask about. A couple things I wanted to ask about. I, I thought is fine to do, and uh, 
apparently that was not fine with Representative Visa of California, and which he has apologized today for. But if you haven't had a chance, please go online to watch well, the the whole thing, the look- give and take with it, and. It just upset me to see that a representative... Well, because it looked childish. It why. looked very childish. You know, if if you sit there and shut somebody down because you're afraid of what they're going to say, it does, it does nothing but make you look bad. This is not the O'Reilly factor. Uh, this is the House of Representatives. Um, and this man is elected and has a right to ask his questions and say something. Yes, yes. So it really, yeah, it's not like he was some protester in the crowd no, or something. He, yeah. He didn't throw his shoes at his face. He wasn't he wasn't someone from the pink guard or whatever the you know. He well, was who are you offending now? He was yeah, well, <laughs> see, equal opportunity offender. But that's usually my job. Yeah. Oh but it it just really rubbed me the wrong way to see it, him say that. Yeah. I know what you mean. Asa is He's one of those guys that he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. It, exactly, because he he seems real nice. He seems he's California, very yeah. liberal state. Every time I've seen him, like on a liberal show or whatever, he's you know real chummy, real nice guy. Seemed like a decent guy, but I don't know. There's just something about the guy. He's the one that has the shady past, the whispers about the car Did, didn't he theft and wasn't stuff. That it? Yeah, yeah. Nothing ever tied to him, so that's why I hate to sit here and talk. But but there were a lot of things that happened there. But, um, again, if you haven't had a chance uh, to look at the exchange there, and if you followed the news, I'm sure you have, um, it just really kind of offended me. I, well, and, in what, and I in what re- way? How did it offend you? Because he shut the guy down? Or well, what? I have a lot of respect for Elijah Cummings. And, um, again, this man's an elected official, and... He has this the right is, to speak his mind. This is not... He has the right to represent his constituents. This isn't the gong show. <laughs> exactly. You don't just, oh, cut your mic, you're done, you can't talk, you know, it's... Exactly. Well, I mean, hell, if he really wanted to be heard, I mean, he was he could have shouted to the rafters. He was. And he was. And good he, for him. He, he, he was. He was shouting to the rafters, he, most he definitely. Was, yeah. Good for him. I mean, yeah. that's what you want is somebody that has balls enough to stand up and say, you know what? Turn my mic off. You know what? People are going to hear me anyway. Yeah. Well, where is Cummings from? Is he Georgia? New York. New York. Cummings in New York? I believe. I believe. For Could be reason, wrong. I'm sorry. I for some reason, that. I was thinking he was Georgia. Could be. We're, we got our stat man looking that up right now. Our stat man being me on my phone. They're in the lab. <laughs> um <laughs> We got somebody down in the command center looking up that information as we speak. Exactly. Scotty, get back to us about that. <laughs> our people. Yeah. Our intern. Where, yes, where, yes, our intern. Our intern. Yeah. Where, hey, where are our interns? Yeah, really. They make more. They're all than passed me. out watching the Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Who wouldn't be? Uh, just a few more tidbits while we're on the subject of the American government machine. Government, government machine. machine. That's blah, 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 blah. nice. I like that. We'll just make that one word from now. The government, government machine. machine. I, know. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That was an accident, but we'll keep it. It's a happy accident. <laughs> um, Georgia, this made me think of this. The, the representative down there, this kind of off the subject, but Gingry is his name. Oh, and yeah. I think he represents the Savannah area down there, which is near and dear to our hearts. Amen, brother. Um, this is just an example of the hypocrisy of these guys sometimes he put out a statement of course obama put out his budget and we always know how these budgets go they're back and forth 
any any negotiations, you're going to put out the most of everything you want. You know you're not going to get it. Yeah. But he put it out, and he's like, the statement he put out, he was complaining about, of course, Obama's expanding entitlements and raising taxes, which is what he's going to say, because that's what he's supposed to say. But in the same sentence, I kid you not, he complained that Obama, in his budget, didn't commit enough money to the dredging of the Savannah Harbor. In other words, to his pet project. And this drives me crazy with these guys because it's like, why are you spending, why are you raising taxes and spending on this project? Wait a minute, though. Why aren't you spending enough on my pet project? And every representative has his pet project. Of course, that's how they get elected. Exactly. They represent their people and they have pet projects. And and the people that give them money to take care of those projects. You know, is there going to be a... Uh, an exit off the highway in my little town, and you yeah. know I'm like I own a certain company, but then again I can give you X amount of money and produce X amount of votes. This is why, as much as as much as everybody cries about pork in the budget and pork projects, it's never going away. Oh hell no! I mean it's that's the never... foundation of politics, dude. If you want something, you have to give something. Scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. I mean that's yeah. that's how it works. Now people act like, and once again, in the pussified world that we live in. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear like the, the the total dirt on like what it takes to actually get elected or what it actually takes to govern. Yes, it looks good on television that you're you know you have a cool poster with your name on it and you look good on television. Oh wow, what a good looking suit you got! And, yes. you, wear the, yeah. and you wear the right colored tie. Yeah, and all that, right. Yeah. That stuff. But when, that when it comes down to brass tacks, looks good. right? Yeah. You got a team that you can build around you that can actually get things done. Now, granted, most a lot of these guys don't. <laughs> That's but why they don't again, last I mean, long. Well, hell, it's a, the lesser of two evils. I mean, shit, would you want this person or this person? Mm-hmm. What's, which comes back again to saying you don't have a lot of people that would actually be a great candidate or a, or a, a great representative or whatever because they don't want to run because who wants to be under that microscope? Yes, who wants to deal with that daily? Just Do they get a hand job in the bathroom in high school? <laughs> or, you know, did they... You know, right? I mean, nobody wants to hear that shit. But, I mean, they're they're chickens. <laughs> But I mean, if they don't want to hear it, but I mean, they, they're the power players in the back room that actually, right. they, yeah. they actually, these are the guys that, that did get the hand Joe in the back room <laughs> that are making policy. What they find some moron that it actually can be out front and just stand and go, yes, I'm, I'm the so-and-so. And I, I said, what, Hey Bill, what was I supposed to say? Yeah. Yeah. And True. It works. Well, it's the puppet thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like the, yeah. like the Pinocchio thing. It's like the right, strings right. over your head. Yeah. yeah. Troy is our resident hand job in the back room expert. <laughs> Not personally. I mean, <laughs> Incidentally, we're at a lotion, by the way. <laughs> totally off subject. Um, <laughs> Not when it pays the bills, buddy. No, come on. Uh, 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 you keep inviting me back. That's the fun part. <laughs> hey, by the way. <laughs> what do you think by, hey. <laughs> <laughs> TV timeout. All right. <clears throat> back hey, on subject. Back, back, back. We'll edit hey, that in post. Hey, and, uh, and, and that's a good the, segue for gay marriage. And, and by the way. <laughs> yes. And by the way, if you have any uh, good uh, backroom handjob stories, you can email <laughs> us at kenandrewshow at gmail.com. You can visit our Facebook page. Just do the, the Google search for Ken and Drew Show on Google. Facebook. Get out the Googler and um, search for us. And we got a blog that I occasionally post on, uh, kenandrewshow.blogspot.com. And we're on Twitter and... I post beautiful pictures on Pinterest and sepia tones on Tumblr. And, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> in sepia tones. 
And if you need uh, any, okay, we're, we're, any right. kitchen remodeling plans, <laughs> right. we're on Pinterest if you need to. <laughs> now who are we offending? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody else. It's like Dirty Harry said, you know, he's not a racist. He hates everybody. Exactly. That's right. right. I mean, come on. Once again, it's it's, it's about being funny a little bit, but also we're talking about poignant things. But, I mean, you can't be that thin-skinned. I mean, you got to make fun of some stuff. I agree. Have fun with it. That's that's why we love having Troy on. Exactly. Um, We're going to segue into a bit I read the other day. I was reading a new poll came out, I believe the Washington Post or New York Times. My notes fell under the table. I don't have it with me right now. Actually, it was Wall Street Journal. <laughs> Third time's a charm. There you go. Support for gay marriage has hit an all-time high, 59%. Mm-hmm. Over 50% of the people say the Constitution guarantees this right. Do you agree or disagree with that? I don't believe the Constitution mentions the word marriage whatsoever. I believe it could fall under the blanket, you know. Under the love umbrella. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It doesn't, I'll I'll say this, it doesn't, it doesn't prohibit it. No. And I am um, certainly not against gay marriage, gay unions. I'm certainly not against it. (laughs) Really? I mean, who cares? That that's my or, that's like, point. homosexuality was not invented. That is the in point. the past thirty years, just because it's been on television. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, you you're going to tell me that when a gay guy hey, like hey, in, in George Washington's cabinet? Hey, you know or, the the Romans invented democracy, and uh, Greeks and the orgies as well. I'm sorry, the Greeks. I'm sorry. I was watching uh, uh, Life of Brian the other night. That's what, <laughs> where we get all our history notes from. I get all my I get all my history from Monty Python. All our history Sorry. from Monty Python. Yeah, exactly. Read a book. I get I get my history from Monty Python. My and my philosophy from uh, Taco Bell hot sauce packets. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Knowledge is power, Drew. Knowledge but uh, power. exactly. Um, but no, I, I, I'm with you, Troy. It's um, I, I strive for the day that. We can be. I don't care. For the yeah, most part, I don't care. We don't about, care. I don't care about straight marriage. Well, one of the gay marriage. I'm sorry. I really don't. care. One of the big arguments. In is, other words, I don't want to have to buy a present for you. Is what I'm getting. At. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ouch. Because my birthday's so close to Christmas. That okay. was a very George Costanza line of me right yes, there. Really. But is you know, one of the cut his mic off. What one of the big. <laughs> One of the big arguments is always it's going to ruin traditional marriage. It's, you know what? Oh, wow. If your marriage wow. can't withstand two guys on the other side of town getting married, maybe something was wrong with your marriage. Maybe something wasn't working there in the first place. Really, the thing is, I mean, at this point, you know, who cares? You know, if you can do your job or do, you know, if you're a teacher or if you're a you know, a government official or a policeman or a football player that was a kid that came out that he was a football player or a basketball player. Michael Sam. Openly gay. Yeah. yeah. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, honestly, in this day and age, who cares? I mean, you know, well, gay, people, well, gay is, people weren't invented 20 years ago. Yes. That, well, there's a stigma there. People like to, they like to conflate being gay with being a sexual predator. And that that's really where the pro- that problem is because they they tie those two together. I think that's horseshit. I mean, oh, it is horseshit. But I mean, that's what they do. They tie those two together. Well, like to me, I mean, like I work, you know, and in, in the in the service in, or the food service industry, and as uh, 
like I've, I've done it as a bartender, as a waiter, as an owner, and you know, they're you know you're you're around gay and straight alike. Have I been hit on by gay guys? Yes. Does every gay guy want to have sex with every straight person? No. You survived, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I take the compliment. I move on because I mean, not every just because you're gay and you hit you know talk to or look at a at a straight guy doesn't mean you want to have sex with. Now, granted, I, you know, I think it's awesome because I'm gorgeous and I have awesome hair. But I mean, there's no idea. It's pretty awesome hair. It's I'm, fantastic. I wish I'm envious. There anyways, it's beautiful. We'll not discuss hair. No. Maybe later. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's it doesn't. Who cares? If we were only on video. Yes. Yeah. They could see my heinous bald spot. Can and- we say coming soon? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, th- I think the point, I, and, and, and I think uh, to get back to it is, I don't think it's so much we're talking about, oh, if you're gay or not. It's the civil union thing. It's the marriage factor that we've got to talk about here. And I don't see any problem. And and again, like you said, the, the uh, sanctity of marriage, the institute of marriage. We have a show called The Bachelor, do we not? Yeah. I mean, um, where a guy just picks out some random chick out of 25 <laughs> after he makes out with him. I mean, and and he's going to marry. I mean, so is that the sanctity of marriage? So we're going to deny two people who love each other and want to grow old together and maybe raise a family. The sanctity I, of marriage is, is I, like... Yeah, the sanctity of marriage argument is long dude, gone, in my opinion. If, if somebody can actually... If they can say When the marriage, divorce rate... What is the divorce rate right now? I mean... For me? The divorce rate... <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I mean the we, divorce rate for Troy is 100%. <laughs> right. Okay, yeah. I'm betting a 1,000, dude. But you see what I'm saying here. I mean, if... if if that's going to be your argument, then I don't see your argument. We've and, got a very yeah. like forties or fifties mentality about marriage. In fact, you know, expect, who's making all the money is like the the wedding industry. You know, these magazines, you know, these chicks that believe they they're going to spend a thousand dollars on a dress, they're going to have three three thousand dollar ring. You know, I need to be a, a wedding planner. Exactly. exactly. We're we're missing the boat, dude. I mean. It's all about, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great for your big day. And then guess what? Five years later, she's knocked up with yes. two kids and like waiting tables. And this guy's out screwing her best friend or something like that. How many times have you seen people spend $20,000 on a wedding and then two years later, they just hate each other? Do, I do, mean, do, 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 do. <laughs> yep. yeah. So I don't buy into this whole sanctity. Oh, you know, two guys or two ladies together marrying or ruining the sanctity of marriage. I, I think don't buy that at all. I think it's. I think. Well, it's, they they always say it's it's a gateway. When when we allow that, then what do you allow next? To me, oh, we're going to be marrying dogs now. Well, first of all, cats say, and dogs <laughs> making out in the streets. Yeah, cats and dogs living together. <laughs> I think It'll Bruce be- McCullough said that. I believe. Well, yeah. It's Ghostbusters, I believe. Oh, that was yeah, that was Ghostbusters. Rest in peace, Harold. It'll Ramis. be chaos. Yeah. Rest in peace, Harold Ramis. But people, first of all, I'll say this: people, you know, oh, people are going to marry their dogs. Who cares? Exactly. <laughs> What's well, like What are you going to do? Go out and have hybrid dog yeah. babies? Yeah, and, yeah, really. Oh, come right. on. But I, but beside that, that's you know just kind of joking, taking it to extreme. But yeah, of course, it, it could be pretty simple. You just you just set up a law: two consenting adults. Enter a contract marriage, done. And isn't that what marriage basically is now? It's a contract. It is. It's not, um, it, yeah, this sanctity and this 
Man, I, I, it, that eludes me now. It, it now it just seems like a business venture to me. Oh, is what marriage <laughs> seems like, and I'm not says the single to, guy. You're talking to a yes, says the single guy. And you got again, a single guy and a no, twice no. divorced guy and a guy that's happily married. married. And we're yeah, in exactly. his house yeah. and his kids are sleeping like 20 feet away. Yeah, exactly. And have I'm a little not bit of respect, to, dude. And I'm not trying to. No, again, we do I, have a good representation here. Yeah, right? we do. And, and I'm not trying to take away from that because it is a beautiful thing and that's wonderful, but. You see what I'm saying, you know. I I don't see these people taking a high moral ground. And uh, and by the way, like I said, a lot of these people are people who have been divorced. No offense, to you, you know, who have been divorced, you know, three times, who have had mistresses, who are, you know. So don't try to sell me that sanctity. Of here's here's the thing: the way shit. I look at it is that you've got it isn't irregardless if it's a man and a woman, two women or two guys, if they're happy with each other. And they love each other, and they figured out a way to make it work out after all the probably the bad relationships they've that had is forever. And awesome, if they can make that work, who gives a damn? Yeah, yeah. And then move on. It's good. Speaking of moving on, let's <laughs> move on. on. <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't want to move on to sports just yet. I was. Let's talk a little bit about the Bitcoin stuff, just because I'm so caught up in it. I know that's not your thing, and you're not. Jump on it, Ken. You're you're not into it, but I'm and I'm not even I'm not going out and purchasing any bitcoins. But the well, whole, if, well, well, if I'm going to piss off the uh, people in the <laughs> South, uh, I'll let you piss off the techies with this. That that is huge among the techie crowd. Well, the the whole thing interests me. The phenomenon interests me. Bitcoin, and it almost makes me want to get into it and invest in it, but not really. It's kind of okay. It's kind of hard to explain. I've been All right. Re- All right, get to the point. What are we talking yeah, about? Okay. I don't know that I have a point. I just you just like saying Bitcoin. Or I like saying Bitcoin. Bitcoin. And, uh, well, I was studying on the the Iceland situation, and I don't know. Did I did I discuss yeah, this we, last we, week? We were talking about yeah, and Iceland well, is a great. I don't want to say petri dish. It kind of is. It, it kind of is because it's so isolated. Yeah. As far as the world economy goes, you know, when the crash happened in 2007, they, they were hit super hard right. we and fast, that. but they recovered quickly because they took fast measures. And like us, you know, because our bankers, you know, well, finance our government. Well, you know why... They put their bankers in just, jail. Just to jump in, you know why Bernie Madoff went to jail? Because he stole from rich people. Exactly. He didn't steal from poor people. No, in this country, you stole for poor people's 401ks. That's why they didn't go to jail. Exactly. But, but yeah, go yeah. Well, in Iceland, they're fixing to drop the Aurora coin. And I may have discussed this last week, but I'm just trying to keep up with it. It's really neat because they're isolated, so they don't really... They've got walls up because of the fall in 2007, so they don't allow the Bitcoin thing in as much. So this dude there is... He's dropping the Aurora coin there, but he's doing he's giving equal amount to each person, to every single person in the country. So that's like the ultimate welfare give out, as you would say. Right. Do you, do you buy into any of this Bitcoin? Do you buy into any of the cryptocurrencies as they're called? What do you think about them, Troy? I don't know, dude. I mean, you've got I mean, everybody's like trying to like figure out the uh, the economic salvation. I mean, you had Ireland, you had Greece, you know, us with the bailout. I mean, these things go in trends. Yes. There's no one fix-it-all for the economy, period. I mean, you've had 
panics, you've had depressions. I mean, you had the depression in the 30s. You had the panic of 1897 or in the late 1890s. And actually, you had J.P. Morgan, who actually wrote a check personally to bail out America. One guy wrote a $400 million check. And when $400 million back then was like the world. Yes. It's going to go in phases. Now, if it's, if it's a different coin, if it's a different thing, I mean, whatever. I mean, hell no. Well, I had a gentleman explain this to me. That it's better to look at Bitcoin like, and when I say Bitcoin, I'm just using it to represent all these. Or do they make it shinier to make it more powerful? All these, you know, electronic currencies is what I call them. Look at it more like a payment system instead of a currency. So in other words, does any of you use PayPal, you know, to pay for stuff online and stuff? Look, Look at it more as a payment system. And I can understand that, but... But then it's not like a payment system because people are investing in it. It's essentially like a stock. Its value is rising and falling like a country's currency. So it's an investment people are looking at. But it's the whole thing is is so bizarre, but it's so intriguing to me. I, I don't understand. It. Is it intriguing because it's uh, in its infancy and uh, because we talked about this is, I mean, we had mentioned earlier uh, in the show that this is a global Economy. This is a global. I yes, mean, is, and, and, and this is. Do you think this is the way? And now I want to ask you: Is that why you're so intrigued by it? Do you think this is the way we're going to be going? I, I, I do think that. You think so? I, I don't know that it's going to be a crypto. When I say crypto, that alludes to fakeness to me. That's, you know? Yeah, that's what. But yeah. it, it the the good side of it is it allows global transactions without having to you know, switch between currencies, you know, the ruble and the dollar. Right. The and yen, the dollar, the pound. Right. But also, I mean, it's, it's, it could be fascinating in one way that it's a different, it? a different way of looking at, at uh, economics or how to transact. Oh, money. it totally is a It's a new idea. Maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. It's, a, I mean, it's a neat experiment to watch, and that's probably yeah. why I'm so interested in it because things are going to change. We're becoming more and more of a global economy. Yeah. Think, and these people are out there. This is, you know, this is the lab. You, you're seeing stuff working here, and it, it's kind of neat. The petri dish, if you will. I'm it sorry, is. that's it, what I said. It yeah, is. It's, yeah. And, and these these things are happening, and it, it's just neat to watch. Maybe they'll work. Maybe they won't. But then you have these goofy ones come out, and it, it kind of takes away of the validity of some of them. Like, y'all know the dog meme that's on with the goofy looking dog on, on, on a online, they got a dog coin. They've got everybody coming oh, no, out. They're going to have offshoots for all this. Everybody's you'll yeah. have, you'll probably have Zelda money right. and don't what the hell else you'll have. They we'll, we'll be I was like just, gravel. I was just thinking super Mario and jump. Okay. Yeah, no. Moving on. <laughs> Mario would have been quite the minor. He, some Mario coins. Really? There we go. Yeah. Really? I'm starting this up tomorrow. Now we need the Mario music right now. See this. You just got to go bang your head on a pipe and, Mind some Mario coins. Sounds, sounds like sounds like the American worker. And right now we've defended Italians and plumbers. Okay, moving on. Sounds like an American worker. Pipe exactly. Banging. banging on a pipe and making some cash. Yeah. Really? yeah. Okay. No, making change. Any questions about Bitcoin? Because I love talking about it. I love. We we've got we've had some response on the Bitcoin stuff. So yeah, the, well, the yeah, stuff. Tell everybody is, listening to like respond. That's to this, what, yeah. what they thinking. Yeah. yeah, the well, the stuff we've posted on Facebook and on Google about Bitcoin has got the biggest response of all our stuff 
Better than the curling in uh, the Olympics or? Yes. Better than anything. We've got the biggest hits on the Bitcoin for whatever reason. So please Uh, let us, you know, talk to us. Drop on the Facebook page. Drop us an email at kenandrewshow at gmail.com. Visit the blog at kenandrewshow.blogspot.com. Tell us what you think about Bitcoin. Tell us if it's going to happen, if it ain't going to happen. All right. What do you want to talk about now, Next topic. Well, um, the talking heads. And no, I'm not talking about David Byrne. Damn it. Yeah, I know. You had me at hello, but damn it. (laughs) Go ahead. Now, can I talk about the talking heads for a moment? No, you're you're missing the point, dude. There was a real quick... Uh, I, actually, I I hate it when I get all these like res, uh, these uh, requests on Facebook about like you know game requests or like your oh, Farmville or God. whatever bullshit. Yes, the coolest thing I've seen in a while, and and to me, I'm a huge Talking Heads fan. Uh, it was David Byrne and a couple of the songwriters. It was uh, him actually doing karaoke, and he did uh, Afro Man because I got high. <laughs> That's great. No, no, it wasn't. No, it was that. No, was it? Um, it was a. Uh, oh, dang. You got what I need. Oh, yeah. Ms. Marquis. Ms. Marquis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it was me doing Afro Man at a, a karaoke bar, but that's. Yeah, a you're discussion. thinking of you. You're thinking of you, Troy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's the no, it was David Byrne did uh, Biz Marquis. Right. Yeah. And it was cool. You oh, got what I need. Baby. Oh, baby, you. That's the guy's bar song. Dude, to it sing. was awesome. I mean, it was beautiful. It's I mean, one of the best things ever. It was actually meant for like a songwriter's convention or whatever but it was the coolest thing anyway you said talking back to you, I, had, back I, had to say it, right. I had to say it we took a side road there drew go ahead <laughs> we're back on the highway now <laughs> well apparently uh gosh i don't want to say talking heads again but uh, <laughs> what talking heads what yeah um apparently we found out that um the right really likes vladimir putin this week is what we found out uh, because, um, and again, I know we have talked about the Ukraine and the Crimea, uh, Crimea situation a lot on our show, but, and we almost weren't going to bring this up, right, Ken? But it just really bothered me that the people on the right, and I know it bothered you, that the folks on the right really seem to think that they like Vladimir Putin more well, than it's our because, own president. You know, they portray Obama in his mom jeans that he's effeminate and they like to say Putin's this manly man and manly look how manly this son of a bitch is out wrestling bears without his shirt on. But you know he's a essentially a dictator. He's ex-KGB, he's a dictator and he's the guy gels journalists. He gels de- political dissenters. Don't don't sit there and glorify the asshole. He is he does not deserve that. The man has. Um, here's here's the here's the thing that cra- oh, it just kills me. So when President Obama pushes through legislation or tries to do some work, he's a dictator. He is a. Yeah. He is Kublai Khan. He is this just iron-fisted ruling guy. Oh, no, we can't have it. But the second he says, hey, you don't need to invade this nation. Oh, he's a pansy. Yeah. So I don't understand. 
and it you know it'd be one thing for me if they were if it was oh well he's just a pansy if that was their little you know well, comment but no the fact that they're actually taking up for Putin and they are yes yes they, they are it's not like they are taking up for him that's the problem I have that is what I that's the problem I have now if you're talking about Russia it's like a guy like Putin I mean the guy has balls. You know, he's taking over. I mean, he's, like, doing his thing. But also, you know, he, uh, you know, got the Olympics as kind of crappy as they were. It was actually kind of cool. But somebody that can actually step in and, like, take over, rough up some stuff, and get people moving, I mean, who knows? I don't. To what, expand what, on what you're saying yeah, there. What I, do you I, don't what you're I don't saying. know what you're saying. I don't know what you're saying there. I mean, yeah. the whole the Crimean thing, the Ukraine I mean, Putin, I mean, he's got, he's trying to portray, he's almost like, like Stalin Jr. He's trying to portray himself as somebody bigger than he actually is. I, I think you're right there. You're definitely right there. You know, I have okay. control. Uh, I have an idea what, how to fix the country, how to make things better. And granted, they're probably as broke as a joke, but he has nice suits. That, that, that reminds me, I've seen, uh, you, you were talking about the right, apologizing for him. Well, the libertarian crowd has also been apologizing for him lately, and I'm not going to put a blanket statement. I know all you guys aren't. But a lot of these guys, I'll see post stuff online, links to Russia Today, or Russia, is it Russia Today or Russia Times? It's RT. Russia Today. That's right. Well, they're, they're, a, they're a propaganda network. Let's, let's not pretend. They're a propaganda network for the Putin regime. Well, and, the, the, and the lady who, I'm sorry. We'll talk about that later. But they, they posted an article today. They were talking about Crimea is fixing to vote to see if they want to join Russia. Well, the map they put on on the screen already had the Crimean Peninsula as part of Russia. Ooh. So you're going to tell me they're not a propaganda tool for... Well, I mean, if, yeah. I mean, if you're smart enough to do, portray that in the media to make it to where it looks like that, then obviously it already is. And... If you yeah, and you're right, and if you know, um, the Crimea Peninsula is a place that does lean towards Russian. Uh, It does lean that way. I mean, only when polled recently, only fifty percent of the people there wanted to rejoin the Russian Federation. Only fifteen percent of the people compare that to the Ukraine, though, which is a you know nobody in the but the people who are in power want to rejoin Russia. And that's the key there. So the people that actually live there aren't having much of a say in this. They want to stay with the Ukraine. And they want to stay as part of the Ukraine. It's we we've already talked about and the Ukraine situation quite a bit. And I don't want to just blow it off like, yeah. oh, it's old news. We don't want to talk well, about because it. Because it's not. Yeah. It's yeah. It's I mean it's worldwide news, but also they're bringing us into it because we're also considered the world's police. Absolutely. Well, and we, like, are we supposed to interact with them or let them handle their own thing? Or what? what's the power play here? No, it's a tough call because we cannot invade over there. there there's no, no way. No, that's no. Hitler and Napoleon learned the wrong not, not, way. Not according to John McCain. Have you ever played Risk? Right. We, we cannot invade there. And that's what a lot of these people, a lot anybody, of these, anybody play a lot of these, a lot of these chicken hawks, as they're called, want to invade there. John McCain, you're right. John McCain. I want to say a quote from him the please other day, do, and, and this is the kind of stuff he says. Very and, disappointed by, in him, by the way. And 
you know, I really used to like the guy. And I still do. He's a nice guy. I mean, oh, he's an American hero. I, I've got much respect for him. But wow, I lose but it every day. He was in him. the middle of an interview. He said, "He said I do not see a military option in the Ukraine, and that's tragic." Those were his words. Wow, wow, that's very telling. That's, that's what well, looking in, in perspective. I mean, you have that's old John McCain. No, no. You mean the old John McCain as no, in John the McCain war is hero? John like, McCain oh, like 75 years old. And we're not talking about the, like, the, the fighter pilot that spent six years in a Da Nang. Well, I'm yeah. sorry. I would think With his hands tied behind his back getting the shit bit out of him. He's like old grumpy John McCain saying, okay, this is what we may or may not need to do. He's never found a war he doesn't like. Uh, yeah, I, I would think, and I'm sorry, and I, I would think he of all people would understand uh and when you talk about we need to stay limits. away from warfare, I, I would think. And this isn't like just invading Iraq or going into Afghanistan. If you were to send troops over to Ukraine, we're talking World War Three. We are talking, yeah, more like World War Nine. I mean, it's it's yeah. World War Last because yeah, we're done. <laughs> yeah, yes. right, we're done. But I mean, I didn't know Turkey had a. Uh, well, they flew in their airspace over Turkish airspace, right? I knew they had planes. Actually, Turkey has quite. The military, you would, because of Are where they're pretty, pretty cool. I mean, what? because of where they're at, yeah, they, they're cool guys. <laughs> they're Turkish. That was a weird way to. Put it. Yeah, they're really cool guys, man. They're really, they're they're nice. They come All, with the, they like disco, but yeah. All I know is Istanbul was Constantinople. <laughs> And Couldn't why did Constantinople get the works? Oh, where's our music? <laughs> yeah, that's like nobody's the, business but the Turks. Yeah, ex- thank you. Yeah. Exactly. All right, so let's let's move on to some less serious news. Thank God, <laughs> I'm mentally exhausted. Drew, let's talk about some entertainment news. Entertainment. Hey, if you haven't had a chance yet, it's been out for a couple of weeks. Do yourself a favor and go get the new Beck album. Oh my goodness! Yes, it's a fantastic album. It's wonderful. Um, the guy is a true artist, and you know, a lot of people think, "Oh, wow, it's that." I'm a loser, baby. Why don't you kill me, yeah. guy? You know he's not that. You know he he hasn't been that for a there, long there time. There's so much more to Beck, and that's really a lot. All that a lot of people know. He's and he's such much, so much more than that. Um, so the cool thing that I've seen is that when you talk about entertainment, is the uh, the festival season. You got Bonnaroo. You got all the. You know, it's it's festival time coming up. Yes. Right? Um, you going, Denny? Oh hell yeah! There's well, you're a, saying you're a replacements fan, right, oh, Troy? Huge you're replacements a, fan, yeah. Dave. And you're um, going to see them at Shaking Knees, right? Shaking Knees in Atlanta, yeah. which is in May. Which for a geezer like me, it's like it's not so hot. Why is it so hot and humid? <laughs> I don't want to be hot in here. No, Bonnaroo's hot enough, damn it! But I mean, uh, the replacements, the Violent Films. Um, That's right, the Violent Films. You got Foxhall, not yeah. Forecastle, but Foxhall, and uh, we were going to talk in Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. Uh, Bonnaroo, not bad, but okay. From mid-level down, I can deal with it. But, but certain- Folksel, we were talking about this last night. We weren't going to bring up festivals again, but man, Folksel's got a good... Folksel, uh, Shaking A's in Atlanta is the place to go. Yeah. It, it's now, if a- I work the phones right now, if I can get the replacements at Bonnaroo, I don't have to drive anywhere. <laughs> exactly. I can ride my lawnmower. <laughs> so... <laughs> So yeah, you can go. I'm, I'm you the, can George Jones it. It's only purely mercenary. South. I'll yeah. be drunk on a riding lawnmower, so I can go see Paul can, Westerberg do his thing. You yes. could George Jones it. But yeah. my question is, do you think the replacements are going to last that long? To uh, 
Or are they going to get drunk and just hate each other? Well, here was the idea initially was that for those of you that don't know, the replacements are a band from like the early to early eighties to mid nineties. Right. Westerberg's a great songwriter in my mind. Fantastic. But artist. they self-destructed. A couple of months ago, they did a short tour. I think they were in like in Toronto, Seattle, and Chicago. Mm-hmm. But they were actually tight enough to where it sounded great. And Westerberg wasn't drunk and punching out people. Now he's getting picked up by these other, you know, he's, he's shaking knees. He's playing in Louisville. While They're the playing hell? festivals, yeah. And Paul, if you're out there, please go to Bonnaroo. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. I agree with him on that. No, the last time I saw him, actually, he, they opened for uh, uh, Tom Petty. And they, the, got the la- booed, and they got booed off the stage the reason for they got, fighting, right? No, no, they, it wasn't fighting. The reason they got booed off stage at Starwood Amphitheater in Nashville, Tennessee, was that they were opening for uh, Tom Petty. Tom Petty. Yeah. They come out and, like, they had makeup on. They were trying to dress in drag, but they were so drunk that it's, like, smeared makeup <laughs> on their face, right? And they're wearing acid-washed miniskirts and heels. Who among us? They played, like, two and a half <laughs> songs. Westerberg finally got so pissed off, he's like, you know what? Boo us if you have the guts, and fuck you if you don't. And dropped his guitar and walked away. <laughs> that's more balls than brains. I love that. That's pretty rock star, right? Yeah, that's, uh, and yeah. now that he's not, you know, he didn't blow his brains out. But the guy writes great music. I mean, he's a phenomenal guy. And well, I give him credit for not blowing. His but brain. also going forward to that, always now yeah. now that they're back on track, the reviews from actual people that. Yeah. Like music, and I'm with you. I wish actual they... people that like. Right, I, mean, I not, love that. Not, not this like tinny bumper <laughs> bullshit. People that actually listen to music and actually listen to lyrics are saying the guys sound great, and that's why I want to see them so bad. Yeah, and, and Paul, I if you're out there, seriously, baby, Bonnaroo. come back to Bonnaroo. Come yeah. to Bonnaroo. Yes, he can, you can stay at my house. I'll go to. I'll take you to Waffle House if you want. Did uh, I know it's kind of old news now, but did you watch the Oscars last week, Drew? The Oscars were great. Um, I thought uh, Ellen did a good job. She's, you know, she's one of those hosts who... Now, you she, know I'm not an award show fan. I know you're not, but Ellen's great because she's harmless. She's not going to, you know, poke anyone the wrong yeah, way. Yeah. She's, you know, and the, yeah. But... Um, she's lesbian beige. Well, the uh, lesbian beige. Wow. I think That's I my th- new band name, by the way. That's like a- I was going to say, I think... <laughs> Actually, well, look at her I, hair color. It's lesbian beige. Actually, I think I booked a show for them back in the nineties. Um, but um, but I mean, uh, and of course, the selfie heard around the world that everybody did. Um, yes, yes, yes. But um, Matthew McConaughey, we have to talk about again. He won Best Actor, and I was very happy for him to win. And did he take off his shirt? Well, all right, all right, all right. You know. Um, this week he, um, that's going to sound a little different in audio, Drew. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Yay. Moving on. Man's got a good chest. I mean, (laughs) Hey, I'm a guy. Come on. Yeah. Even our, yeah. Our our, audience of one. Our audience of one agreed with that. Who owns a vagina and our resident female. she, She agreed with that, you know. But I mean, uh, this week, yeah, it's the last episode of uh, True Detective, uh, which is the episode with uh, Woody Harrelson and you've been going on about this. Show. Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey, and the thing is, it's the last episode, and the next season is going to be a completely different, you know, case, a different uh, cast. So here's my question for you guys: 
if you had a detective show on HBO, who would what two actors would you want to be on that? Wow. We have McConaughey and Woody Harrelson together. Who would you want? Kiefer Sutherland and Danny DeVito. <laughs> I'd watch it. I'd watch it. That's I, the, I, I still I'd go back to Tropic Thunder when you have a, what was it, a, a Martin Lawrence and a, the guy is like chitlin' in the dude. Oh, I can't remember. Who who was that with? The guy that. Tropic Thunder, highly underrated movie, by the oh, way. Oh, Robert Downey Jr.? No. We won't go there. We'll get in trouble if we start quoting right. that movie too much. <laughs> right. But, I mean, yeah, again, yeah, True Detective, which, by the way, if you haven't watched, that's a fantastic show. It's going to be over this year, and I like that they're doing that. That's next year. That's, but come on. Who do you want? I, I stated my case. All right. There you go. <laughs> I would go with uh, Shia LaBeouf and oh, Buckethead. What the hell was that? Okay. Do they have to be alive or dead? No, they don't. You can pick them up. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's another one. I mean, he just did alive. What about alive or dead? Oh God! Like John Wayne and Jesus. I mean, don't make me think. I was told there'd be no math. I told there'd be no thinking here. Abraham Lincoln and Gerald Ford. That would be awesome. (laughs) Wow. Fighting crime together. I will compare and compare. I will compare and contrast Jesus and Spider-Man. Yes. Wow. Okay. But again, yeah, pick up the new Beck album. <laughs> that was and by, great. And by the way, bye, Beck. Drew is on uh, Beck's payroll, I believe, by the way. Right. Um, that all the entertainment news you had for us? I lost the Oscar poll this week. You know. hmm. Who'd you lose it to? Without naming names. Did you leave the money on the dresser? That's kind of hard. That's kind of hard. Was it to a random guesser is what I'm saying? No, it wasn't. It was to, uh, yeah, our friend Nick, who will will be on our show sometime. That's who. Yeah, our friend Nick, I lost it to in, yeah. That's who usually wins those pools. You know, you'll have like, you'll have the, the basketball bracket or whatever, and you got the one guy that's like, I don't know sports. Mm-hmm. Oh, he just no, picks yeah, sixteen yeah. random teams. Oh, he kicks your ass. In, I get out of like stomps it. Doesn't it? It, it was. It wasn't the dumb person who's like, "Oh, I like their uniforms." Exactly. Yeah, it wasn't. Exactly. It wasn't that. They got it was, great sneakers. Yeah. The guy with the green and yellow. I like that. <laughs> They're winning it all. <laughs> what are their uniforms? Light purple. Yeah. You know what I'm talking. <laughs> so any speaking of which while you're talking about sports any yeah. sports stuff we had to mention me and drew we're like in sports purgatory right now yeah we're not hockey fans we're not basketball fans we're baseball is back dude curling's base, over spring training I'm, I'm getting the fear you know I, I love baseball love it spring training what are we like 20 some odd days till opening day march, depending on the team march, march 30th march 31st now, opening day. Now my team's a little different, so they're no, they're not till. Oh, your team's different. Well, yeah, they're better than your team. Deep. <laughs> oh, oh, it has begun. Wow. Oh, it's begun. The season has officially started. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the gloves come off. Hey, right? we bragged about your Are team. The... Hey, you guys uh, locked down a lot of good stuff. We talked about that. Yeah, on. we talked about that yeah. a few episodes. Yeah, I'm a huge Braves fan. Drew is a Cubs fan, and uh, I believe. We're doing good stuff too, so I believe we have uh, we've got some young talent. It's not going to be the best year, but hey, 
You never know. You just never know. Hey, man. You're in your 100th rebuilding year. And by the, No. <laughs> well, it's funny you said that. It's the Buy one, the goddamn thing. I mean, hurry up and do it. 100 Break year, the seal. This is the 100th anniversary this year of Wrigley Field. So I mean, Wow, is it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. This is so... Sox did it. You can do it. Yeah. They're talking about some upgrades to Wrigley. What do you think about those? Putting the big board up, blocking the people over on the roof that get seats that don't have anything to do with the stadium. Oh, that's a whole episode we can They're bringing talk about. in running water and electricity um, next year. <laughs> yeah, they got lots a while back. Now, I think they're talking about bringing in some, some restrooms here sometime soon. We have to poke fun at Dre. I mean, come on. He's, he's, he's toughed it out. Wow. Poor guy. I mean, yeah. I'm a Red Sox fan. so Cubs are an easy target. <laughs> if you could see Drew's face red, no, the look of disdain on his face. <laughs> disdain is the exact word I would. Poor Troy the other with. night was trying to be. He's like, "I'm with you, man. I'm with you." I'm like, "Shut the hell up! You won the World Series this year." So, and I went no- to the World Series, so that made it even worse. Oh, that's right. You were at a game. Yeah. Did you go? Yeah. yeah. Which game did you go to? It's funny because I mean, growing up in the South, I mean, the only team we had were the Braves. Yeah, I'm a Braves fan. Nobody's talking. Uh, not Texas, Texas isn't the South. That's not the South. <laughs> oh. Who let her talk? Anyway, what I'm saying is that Texas a, is Texas. Exactly. Yes. When I was a kid, I was on my first major uh, little league team was the Red Sox. You got to pick one, Troy. I'm sorry, you can't be a Braves. Bullshit! Right. No, dude, I was. I you got to pick one, man. Dude, I was there for Buckner and all his bullshit. But I mean, for 30 years, the only Red Sox game I've ever been to was a World Series game in Game Five, and they win. And the next night, I'm in London's. And they close. You went to you went to yeah you went to game five. Yeah, we drove to St. Louis. It was to awesome. St. Louis, and, not, and, and oh, the fans right. in St. Louis were awesome, dude. I mean, they were super nice. Very very knowledgeable fans. Oh, Good yeah. fans. Yeah, I I hate the Cardinals. <laughs> I mean, I'm a I'm a Cubs fan. Yes. Come on, but I'm a, it's a respect. It's not like a Red Sox Yankees rivalry. No, I've it's got a, Yankee toilet paper at home. A, trust me, dude. Yeah, it's a Cardinals Cubs. Fans, it's a it's a respectful rivalry. We, we can all unite in our loathing of the Yankees, correct? Seriously, yes. yes. Except you're. Oh, let's not go there. All right, yeah. Jock sniffer, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Don't understand your dislike of Jesus. Moving on. Moving on. Okay. I had a, I had a friend tell me, don't dis don't agree to disagree, just move on. <laughs> I agree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it, Drew? It's late. It's time for the Friday dump. The Friday dump. Speaking of Yankee toilet paper, <clears throat> the Friday dump is where we just bring in some uh, random quotes, tidbits throughout the week that I've run across. I like to bring these up, get some reactions to them or some non reactions. Um, I actually had the McCain quote down as one of my Friday dump tidbits, but we've already discussed that, so we'll throw that card out. Um, Do you see where the Michigan woman, i seen this on, I believe it was CNN, where the Michigan woman was found dead in her house. Um, evidently, she had been there at least six years, is what the coroner's saying so far. I guess she had her, her bills were getting paid. Everything was getting done. Finally, the bills weren't getting paid. So the foreclosed on the house. The bank sent somebody over to work on the hole in the roof on the foreclosed house. And he found a woman sitting in the back seat of a car in the garage, 
having been dead for six years. What part of Michigan? The, the key part of this is she's in the backseat of the car with the key... In the ignition. Halfway. Halfway in the ignition. In the ignition. So, Man, uh, that is a CSI yeah. episode, isn't it? Yes, it's already been optioned for a CBS <laughs> episode. But yeah, they're saying she'd been dead at least six years, but uh, the, I think the moral of this story is don't auto-pay your bills. Oh. <laughs> Some people have to learn the hard way. Yes. People might come check on you sooner. Now, was she like a like an upstanding bill-paying citizen, or was she like the crazy cat lady that had like 500 cats, like lived in her garage, and had like... You're assuming you can't be both? Well, what part, I mean, you're talking about Michigan. If it's Detroit, I mean, they might as well bomb the damn thing anyways. Ouch. Oh! I mean, come on. Oh, hey, wait. Oh, if I'm going to get shit at, for the South... Yes, Troy just shit on everyone in Detroit. North, all right. Okay, you said shit. Okay. He's he's carpet bombing you as we speak. <laughs> Come on, guys. Once again, don't be so thin skinned. They make fun of the South. We're all barefoot and eating watermelon and sitting on the front porch, and we all have sex with our in our in laws and cousins. Hey, Daddy, get off me! You're smashing my cigarette. You know what I mean? What are shoes for? Right. <laughs> get off me, Uncle Brother. I mean, shit. Make fun of yourself. Be able to be made fun of. If you, um, he's a guest. <laughs> he's never coming back. Um, just in case you have any faith in Americans, <laughs> I don't. Let me go dis- ahead. Let me disavow that notion. <laughs> <laughs> One in ten Americans think HTML is an STD. <laughs> God damn it. You know, in a weird way, it could lead to it could lead to that. Yeah. Actually, actually there's no way get, that could lead cause, to Because you're gonna get in trouble with everything, that. Everything yeah. has been like a like a broken down to like a little blur, but what's it uh, Robin Williams said in Good Morning Vietnam when they're talking about Richard Nixon coming in, is like, you know, the the VP is a VIP. If it if he ends up here, KIA will end up on KP. So the HTML is <laughs> BS, and we should all go F you. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude? We'll leave it really? there. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. We'll leave it there. There's a yeah. there's a new trend called Normcore. Remember me discussing this with you, Drew? Mm-hmm. Called Normcore. Right. Where people are standing out by fitting in. Yeah. Yes. Wow. I guess this is a, I don't want to shit on hipsters here, but a hipster-ish trend where people are dressing as... 90s dads, whatever that is. I guess whatever I Danny have on Tanner is what that is. Full House, <laughs> I would assume. Are you serious? Yes, no, they're, they're wearing the these. Wait, yeah. wait, say this again. I mean, say yeah, that again. What, what happened? Yeah. Normcore is Normcore. what they're calling it. They're standing out by fitting in. And actually, it's kind of a neat little phenomenon to me because it, it kind of feeds into the whole paranoia we're having now being surveilled and stuff like right. that. And people. You know, the psychological element of everybody fitting in and yeah. all that. Are you 1984, going... being a pussy, not being your own self. <laughs> Troy's our resident pussyfucker. Drink whiskey. Yeah, really. Well. Unfiltered cigarettes, eat red meat. Why would you, why in the fuck would you want to be the norm? That's 1984, dude. I mean, that's like, you know, do what you're told. I, I, I'm Big just Brother think, says this. I'm just thinking Danny Tanner from Full House right now. I think that's uh, kind of what they're going. Uh, pussification know. complete. I see your point. I see your point. 
Drew, did you bring any Friday dump stuff with you this week? Or is this just all me, man? Speaking of Friday dump, here's a fr- perfect Friday dump. Here's a perfect Friday dump bit. Climbers on Mount Everest going forward will have to carry their excretia back down the mountain with them. Excretia. <laughs> I just is, wanted that, to, is that the blur? Did you just I just wanted up? to say that. Just say excretia. <laughs> I just had that bit in there so I could say excretia. We can't even say poop anymore. Sir Walter Raleigh's excretia is <clears> up there. <throat> and if you can... Excretia, that's something like it. And bring, well, you, and bring it back to the queen. You will. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I saw excretia. They will knight it. They will knight <laughs> said excretia. I, but you got to think about it. It's it's frozen up there, so that stuff's not, you know, it's not just wearing away. It's not blending in with the environment, so there's probably half a ton of. Well, if you want to leave your mark, that's wow. one way to do it. <laughs> Leaving your mark is like, all the oxygen tanks and all the tents and all the dead bodies. Poop. <laughs> I mean, really? All the dead bodies. Like you just that's just throw away. You know, when it's you say excretia, that's like some girl that like fights on the Jerry Springer show. She's like, Oh, excretia, you spent my man, you got eight babies and whatever. Who's excretia? Oh Troy. What? Wow. <laughs> Once again, pussies. Better up. Come on, dude. I mean really. <laughs> Amp it up a little bit, <laughs> Nick. Nick I, I, I think Troy had a had a list in front of him of how many times he has to say the word "pussy" tonight. That's twenty great. <laughs> None of them touch him one. Nick, next item. <laughs> There's an Italian bank that keeps three hundred thousand wheels of yes. Parmesan cheese on hand as collateral, worth two hundred million dollars. I can mm. get behind this. I'm I'm a cheese guy. <laughs> Somewhere Joe Pesci is making a joke. Somewhere. Somebody do the math for what me. What are you right looking quick. at me? What? You like my cheese? Come on. Somebody do that uh, math for me there. 300,000 wheels of Parmesan, 200 million. What does that come out to? Four. That comes out to it. Uh, Once again, I was told there would be no math. Yeah. My but, intern told me there would be no math. Our so. intern tonight. Is- we plead the fifth. Yes. That comes out to a number. Now, being, no, we no, we won't plead the fifth because Elijah having coming now having up. been. What was the don't repeat it. She doesn't know. I mean, I'm way ahead of you. Oh wow! And I hit the wrong button once again. <laughs> anyway, I've I've been, just, I just want to know how much Parmesan a wheel of Parmesan cheese costs. It costs. That's an ominous number. Six hundred and sixty-six dollars. Wow, it's the that's number. a sign of the beast right there. Or cheese. So is that some uh, like Ozzy it's, Osbourne would sing devil for that cheese. cheese? I mean, we fear the devil cheese. Who among us doesn't like cheese? If you're not, you're not American. Speaking of which, did you see the bit where Europe is going to start? I don't even have this on my cards, but yeah. Europe is going to. They're complaining because you know, like whatever Gouda cheese is made in the Gouda region and whatever. They're complaining that we can't use those names anymore. That we're going to have to start renaming our cheeses. Really? We, yeah. Mm-hmm. I say you know, the cheese makers. We, we just we just name we just rename them all Freedom Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Dif- different flavors of Freedom Cheese. <laughs> it's just cheese. Um, somewhere Charlie from It's Always Sunny is smiling. Sleeping in a dumpster, no doubt. Yes, that too. Don't get me started. This is my favorite show. Um, finally, a BMW I can afford, y'all. A BMW that's only twelve hundred dollars. 
a brand new BMW that's only $1,200. Explain. It's a bicycle, but uh, <laughs> BMW's come out with a new bicycle, $1,200. You going to get one, Drew? Is it a moped? I mean, is it like... No, it's... It's, it's a bicycle. It's powered by you. By well, your body. I, well, I'm a healthy hipster. Why wouldn't I? Yeah, but you wouldn't have a BMW bike. You would have the one-speed bike with the basket on the front, correct? <laughs> ching, 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 ching. Isn't that the hipster mode of transportation? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Apparently, yeah, I'm not a hipster, but... It, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Our, yeah. Anyway. You've been accused of being one, right? I have been, yeah. I'm not happy with that, but... <laughs> Thank you. Can you smell that? The she told, yeah, can, yeah. can we put that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I believe that's all I have for the Friday dump. You got anything else you want to bring up, Drew? Uh, I've got nothing else. I'm glad everybody's listening to us, and I hope. Um, Re- remember, you can reach us at Ken and Drew Show at gmail.com, or you can check us out on Facebook. Please go listen to our podcast. It's on SoundCloud. I link to it on our Facebook page as well. And for all you Apple folks, check us out on iTunes, Ken and Drew Show. Tonight's Ken and Drew Show. The Ken and Drew Show is brought to you by Crazy Crypto Coins. When Monopoly money is just too real. It's coins. It's crazy.